Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey and Darren Peter. Hello, folks. Welcome to Profiles and Eccentricity. My name is John Fahey. I am joined by the prettiest co-host on Earth. Say hello, mister. I am more than just a pretty face, sir. You bet you are. I'm also a pretty tushy. Yeah. My name is Aaron Pita. Hi. Welcome to Profiles. Hi, I'm Aaron. <laughs> uh, behind hey. the glass, behind a thin veneer, we have another beautiful man. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Matt Brousseau, uh, making sound stuff. Hey, he's doing it. Look That's... at him multitasking. He's doing it. Uh, we just got um gorgeous little gift oh. from my pal Joe. Um, Joe, who... thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. If we could mic up Joe, we would have him on the program, too, because uh, he's another white guy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe uh, Joe asked me this uh, the shirt sizes of Aaron, Matt, and myself, and uh, I figured he was just going to throw the Profiles logo on his shirt, but instead... He comes at us with yellow shirts that say, I freak at the teak. Do you? Do you? <laughs> and then has the logo on the back. I, it's, it blew my mind. I, when I, you showed me this, I thought, like, uh, I had mentioned something about making shirts about the teak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, it, he used the font from the original sign. Yeah, yeah, from the old sign. Yeah, it's... The vintage it's great. We'll, we'll throw it up on the Instagram and maybe see about making some more if the fans want to get some of these. Mobiles. Yeah, a couple of fans have already hit me up being like, just tell me tell me where to put my money. Hell yeah. Yeah. Today's episode, we're doing a little bit of media eccentricity. Um, we've been meaning to do this for a while. I think it's also a way to share some of the dumb shit we say and yeah, talk about. Yeah, get you about... in on the inside jokes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be starting with one of the things that is absolutely mind-boggling to me that exists in the world. In the mid-90s, shortly before the breakup, of course, of the Ramones, they did three different radio jingles for Steel Reserve Beer. Ugh. Which is... The worst? Fucking diabolical, man. And I love piss beer. You don't... I mean... Everybody uh, knows that about me. Uh, I, well, and we'll, we'll dive deeper into that right. this episode. I look like I'd love a Bud Light, and I would. Yes, you right now. Yeah. But, yeah, Steel Reserve is on the level of King Cobra and OE yeah. 800. And in in these jingles, you can tell that Steel Reserve is feeding the, the, the line, the key things they have to hit, they have to be like, Steel, just let them know it's good. And yeah, it's a high-gravity t- logger. It's high-gravity logger, which just means it gets you fucking shit-faced. Yeah. It just gets you... It's high gravity because you hit the floor. Yeah. You're just getting super... Pulled down by the, yeah, you're just the dense... Annihilated. Oh, it's bad. It's so gross. Can we play one of those? Yeah, let's give a, let's give it a shot. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we present to you the Ramones for Steel Reserve. Steel So gross in a cup. And then I'll fill it up 
Again? Not again. Ugh. One, two, three, four. Goes the hand claps. No, they have to go and write these songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. What do we got? We've got. We're gonna hit Steel Reserve. Great. What is it? High Gravity Logger. Uh huh. Do we want to f- fill it up? Uh huh. I did. Uh, Matt said in a it. cup. Matt said yep. it. So great. I was saying it's so gross. The idea of pouring it into something. Like it's to see it to be to. If, to, you, if you're gonna have it, you have it straight out of the can. Like you don't. You don't want to introduce a new service, like. and Matt was like, "You don't want air hitting that." <laughs> it's so true. It's so gross. <laughs> you don't want to expose the air to the steel reserve. Yeah, yeah. You got to breathe that, and it tastes. It does taste like metal. It's so disgusting. Yeah, it. Uh, it's like drinking T one thousands. It's it's tinny. It's the end of the line, man. Yeah, and acting, having to act in these songs like you're excited about steel reserve. Jesus, can you play another one? Sure. You mean one? <laughs> I just love that it's high gravity. Loud. How do you spell loud? Yeah, well, they, get, they also get they get Joey Ramone to do it, who looks like it looks like <laughs> Joey Ramone looks like Howard Stern became like the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joey Ramone looks like how Steel Reserve tastes. <laughs> Oh no! They're pepped up in this one. (laughs) No, it's not. And that's where the party ends. Party ends. It always ends. He's gonna fit that in really quick. <laughs> uh, and there's one more. Is this it. the one with the harmonies? I don't know what was it. What's the? Other there's, yeah, let's let's it, just let's just go on an adventure with the audience. All right, let's do it. Ooh, what's that? Oh, it's piss. Agro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is this one's more in key with what you feel drinking it <laughs> inside. <laughs> when I like it, I'm not gonna change. Are they pushing the high gravity logger or what? Woo! Yeah! Yo, what you got to drink? Steer is <laughs> off! Oh, fuck! <laughs> That uh, that pouring that pouring sound was obviously you know, sampled by Snoop Dogg. Uh, <laughs> gin and juice, yeah. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Yeah. 
you think, I bet they got paid in steel reserve. I don't know, man, I but I mean, I, I really think it's really, it's, it's, the band should be broke up if you're <laughs> yeah. doing steel reserve ads. Hey guys, it's I think real, we gotta call it quits. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like it! <laughs> well, I want it! I think you, me, Matt, and a couple of super fans yeah. should throw on the teak shirts. Yeah. Get a sixer of steel reasons. <laughs> Get down to the teak. Get down to the teak and freak it up. Yeah. Try it out. Uh, we also, we try it out. We, uh, we've been talking, we've been saying try it out a lot. It's, and it's from, it's from a video that's from our, like one of our favorite podcasts, um, which is, uh, Tom Segura's, uh, podcast with Christina Bajitsky. It's, uh, your mom's house. And basically they just play this video of this complete madman that is, Looking to get fucked by just anybody. Well, not just anybody. <laughs> not just anybody. Uh, specifically, yeah. hardcore black guys. He's looking for hardcore guys, and I don't know. It's just a guy. It's a guy just with his phone in front of his face. He look in front of his face. It's like he's lying down. He's lying down. He's clearly super fucked up on drugs, yeah. and he looks like fucking Captain Lou Albano yeah, or yeah. fucking Ron Jeremy or something like. Yeah. And he, he's got like a Jersey accent, so he's fucking talking. Yeah, he's got a meth mush mouth, mouth a little bit. Yeah, yeah, big time. Let's so let, do I. let's let's hit him with it. All right. Uh, so again, this is we found this just to give credit where credit is due. This yeah. is from your, your mom's, mom's house. house podcast. They've kind of we just can't stop repeating this fucking video, man. And and apparently neither can I. So thank you. Thank you, Christina and Tom, the mommies. Uh-oh. Black guys who love to fuck and fuck good. <laughs> if you're a hot black guy and you want to fuck me at twenty three ninety five, if you want to move in, you can move in, but Uh-oh. you gotta fuck me. I need, I need to be fucked a lot, man. Yeah, we got Get it. Free food, free <laughs> rent, and everything else, man. Here's a deal, man. Men from jail, homeless, or <laughs> you're a thug, you wanna come move in? A friend can move with you too, man. Free rent, you get a lease and a key. Fuck me. Piss on me, beat me up, home oh, man. Out. You see me when I come over today and try it out, try it out, man. In my building, try it out. You want to fucking piss on me, try it out. Uh, she has applied only as fuck, man. I'm looking for hardcore guys. I mean it, I want to do it, and I want to deliver it. I'm a hot, fuck, white trash. Come dump, let's fuck. I'm a hot, white trash. Come dump, let's fuck. <sighs> Next week, Joe. Joe, shirt ideas? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a, yeah. Oh, here's the deal, man. Let you, me, I'm going to lay it out straight. Team. This is real easy to understand. I'm looking like, to get fucked. Like, black guys, you just said, yeah, you're a thug. You're, you're, you're homeless. Here's a, here's a deal, man. I'll give you a lease and a key. I'll give you a lease and a key. Here's the deal, but, which it is. But you got to fuck me. That's all. And I like to get fucked. Try it out. Hey, try it out. You want to beat me? Piss on me? Try it out. This is where try it out comes from. <laughs> and just like, you know, we didn't want to do this at the top of the episode, but this is probably the part of the episode where we should give you a content warning. <laughs> <laughs> after, after all that? Yeah, was, there's going to be a lot of piss talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Aaron calls it a piss claimer. Yeah, this is a piss claimer. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Um, uh, what would and staying on the piss jag for a minute? Um, so this also ties in this guy. This guy just, I mean, saying the craziest shit in the world. As a as this is this is basically we don't know. It, it, I don't think it was on YouTube, but this was this video uh, must have been on some like you know classified dating mm-hmm. site. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which kind of is leading into your right. Your this leads into my thing. I have this thing that I I just I have memorized because it's so amazing. It was on the central label. Uh, this punk band in the mid '90s just put a bunch of 
classified ads from the back of some porn magazine where people are just asking for sex in the most insane ways imaginable. There's there's one they have clipped out where it's in all caps that says, Love the Disabled. <laughs> that's like... That's like so. I mean, can you imagine somebody just being like, "Love the disabled"? <laughs> if you can fuck me and you have a disability, you got a big in. They they had to call in and tell someone to type that out. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like mailing it in. So this guy, this guy writes this, and it's just literature, and it's just again somebody asking for sex in the most insane way. One of the most insane ways I've ever heard of in my life. This is. The classified ad from the center label of the ass spatula record. Blue-eyed, blonde bear, 36, 6'4", mustached, <laughs> by white male, married, needs serviceman, full-time, mm-hmm. to worship slash clean this juicy, hairy, unwashed, Wide open shithole. President Trump. Without reciprocation. No recip. No recip, dude. Rule. You're not getting yeah. any back. I need a full time serviceman. Yeah. I'm married. Yeah. I don't got time to be a serviceman for you. You know what Sorry. I'm saying? But I need somebody. It's juicy. It's hairy. It's wide open. It's unwashed to clean it full time. Mm-hmm. Now he's running out of space in the ad, right? Yeah, so he goes. He's got to. He's got to shorten it down into letters and numbers. You be thirsty for beer piss, hungry for shit food on a regular basis in central Massachusetts. What a sell. He's telling you. Here's a deal, man. You're going to be thirsty for beer piss, hungry for shit food. This is probably the same guy. So not only do you get a lease and a key. Here's the deal, man. Give you least in the key, but also four square meals a day yeah, yeah. of hot shit food and frothy beer piss, dude. What more do you want? Your friend to move into least in the key. Yeah, four bring squares. a friend. Try, Try it out. out. <laughs> a bit, but no recip. So that after, so me and Aaron would talk about this so much, and uh, I, when we started hanging out, I was drinking a lot of clamato. Also <laughs> with my with, with my <laughs> with my with high gravity lager. <laughs> With my beer piss, I would have Clamato. So then I'd be talking about clam piss, and everybody just started getting used to calling, like like uh, Lauren Brenner and Miranda King and friends of ours would be talking about, like, oh, John's drinking, you want some piss? Are you having clam piss in your piss and all this shit? Just a lot of piss. So anyway, but anyway, so we would always start the the shows. So we're doing a little bit of a uh, uh, profiles. Uh, me- profile profile. A profile profile of a little media clip of uh, before show bullshit. We should smash cut all the time so I say I'm gonna drink piss in the pre in the pre-show. I'm fucking macro dosing this piss, bro. I'm trying to get up here all lit on piss. Drink some piss. Okay, take a sip of piss. Drink this piss real quick. Drink some of this piss. More piss. I'm fucking big macro dosing this piss. It's so You're sick, man. Stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I'm gonna save every every episode the rest of this year. I'm gonna supercut all the piss takes. <laughs> Hold on, let me drink some piss real quick. Mm. Yeah, uh, and I, I really wanted to to throw out without without continuing to toot our own horn uh, too much. But there's just one tiny little thing in the show that I've like fallen in love with that we didn't notice on air or give proper credit to. But it's uh, in the, from the Prince of Porn episode where we had uh, Brian as our guest, 
And um, he, he just he just said this one thing where he was talking about he was talking about the, all all of like the very aggressive uh, porn, um, which is like has has heavy rape themes and stuff, and uh, in it. And he's 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 talking about the the ridiculous nature of of making rape erotic. Yeah, here we go. Well, see, it's like all that shit when it's rape or anything else. Like, it starts out like it's supposed to be, and then it's like, oh, oh, give it to me, right? Like, right, suddenly, right. Well, I thought you were getting fucking raped, like... right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were getting fucking raped, right? <laughs> like it starts out with rape, and then every second you're like, oh, ooh, give it to me. What the fuck? I thought you were getting fucking raped. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm taken out of it. I don't, uh, my suspension of disbelief is all gone. Yeah, I think he starts it out by saying, yeah, it's like everything else. No, it's not. It's like everything <laughs> no, else. Well, you know, it's like everything else all the rest of that shit. It's like nothing else. <laughs> it's like only that. Uh, maniacs or maniacs, dude. I love it. I love it. Oh, God. Uh, so now we're going to talk a little bit about one of Aaron's favorite things. Still on a very fifth grade humor level, this is, this is uh, Aaron saw this thing about a guy um, that they try to give some kind of like urban legend <laughs> yeah. allure on Vice uh, Media. There was a video put out about a guy known as the Spitman. The Spitman, yeah. I found this was just like one morning, uh, just like going through like, you know, the videos uh, that, that popped up overnight and Vice put out this, this fucking stupid, this stupid thing. It's just so dumb. It's like the West London Bigfoot of piss and spit. Yeah, but he's real. That's the yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's real. It's just not nearly as dark as they're making it sound. Yeah, like the guy who intros it. Okay, so what happens is the narrator will intro the concept, and then like they have like um, a former spitman, a spitman inductee, a, yeah. a, 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 a spitard. Yeah, spitard. Yeah. Uh, spit <laughs> Uh, he has his voice like garbled to like protect his identity or whatever. Yeah. But this is um, this is how it, it's it's they try so hard. Spitman. I first heard the name when a friend called, saying he'd just been told something he couldn't quite something comprehend. Something he couldn't quite comprehend. It involved young men, money, and deviant acts money. done to someone known as Spitman. Okay. I know. Yeah. Like. I first heard his name, Spitman, when a friend called. Shut up. <laughs> no. All right, and the, the guy talks about, uh, like, what what, what, what you do to Spitman. Yeah. Money. <laughs> Young deviant acts. He pays people to put, like, their feet in his face and, like, piss on him as well. How much is he paying? And when I saw it, I thought, raw, like, every three minutes, yeah, my man's getting a fiver. Fiverr. Every three minutes, every three minutes, Fiverr. just for like Fiverr. nothing. I was broke, so like, pfft, what can I say? I was young. What is Spitman? Why not? Spitman's free money. Oh. First oh. time I ever tried piss when he was here, I could never piss on him. Like, get stage fright every time. Like, I don't know. I would need to piss badly, like, then I'd get to him. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like, it just felt weird. This is the Spitman dungeon. There's even some residue. There's even some residue. And it's just a stairwell. It's a dirty, dingy, st it's, it's a disgusting stairwell. It's, it is. A There's even some residue. There's some residue. Oh, look, this, this would be right for your journalism. Oh, check this out, Mr. Voiceman. <laughs> and he's like putting his, he's showing like how he would do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Well, Spitman would be here, obviously, and we put obviously our foot in We'd be up here with our piss, and he'd be like down there, like loving it, right? <laughs> Fiverr. Fiverr. 
fiver every three units. Every three minutes, man. I'll see my mate, and he's like, I've a brand new pair of trainers, and I'm like, oh, like, nice trainers, like that. Yeah, thanks, Bitman, innit? And I'm just like, what? Like... <laughs> 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 oh, oh man, my man, some, man isn't it? <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> some well clean trainers, man. Well, oh, thanks, mm, man. Spitman, spit spit isn't it? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. There's there's more clips, but I don't want to get into them. There's just so many. They just like, make they it. They, really into they it. make it so dark and like really. It's just like it's like it's weird because Vice is being like, can you believe that this is this pervert? And it's like every woman in the world is like, yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, duh. You know what I mean? It's like, it's how much like Vice is just geared towards dudes. Like, oh, can you even? F- oh. Yeah, I totally believe it. <laughs> yeah. Of course, duh. Hi, is is he a man? <laughs> then he is a spitman. <laughs> spitman was looking for some hardcore boys. He was. He was. Me. Try it out. Try it out. <laughs> foiva. Foiva. Uh, so, in a previous episode, we also uh, we 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 talked about uh, the interview uh, with Elliot. Uh, right. Elliot Rogers' father. Uh, right. Uh, it was a Barbara uh, Walters interview. Right. So Elliot Rogers was the um, uh, the very very tragic uh, story. Uh, you know the 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 college kid who shot up a bunch of other college kids. He's right. fucked up, and then um, he himself I think killed himself or suicide by cop or whatever it was. Right. Um, but then his dad, not wanting to miss an opportunity to get on camera... Who's like a film producer yeah, or something. Yeah, he did like a couple of... I think he was like first AD or one of the directors of a Hunger Games or something like that. Yeah. And um, kind of like a, a Kelsey Grammer looking guy mm-hmm. with like a curly... Mo- he looks like how he sounds, okay? Right, yeah. <laughs> and he uh, and he really he seizes this opportunity to get in front of the camera and really absolve himself right. of what his son did, which was horrible, <laughs> and it only makes it worse when you hear some of this shit. Yeah, but it, like, I don't think it's played that way. When they release it, like they don't they don't know. No. No, they don't see the the humor and the irony in it, but we do. We sure do. Here at Profiles and Eccentricity. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here we go. This is so they're talking. Barbara's talking. Here you go. You loved Elliot. I loved Elliot. Elliot loved you. Yeah. I guess you could say that. Um, they go on to talk about like you know the the relationship that they had and. You know, his father being the Mount Everest that Elliot could never summit. And well, I'm just so successful is the problem. It's you just, understand? It's, mm, I, I couldn't imagine what I'd look like to him. Uh, <sighs> here we go, here we go. You are a very good-looking man. <laughs> did he realize that? Did, did that please him? Was he... He was jealous of me, was... the way that I looked. <laughs> Barbara's trying to line something up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, your son's dead, but you're a little... <laughs> Your ugly son's dead, but now that he's not. out of the way. <laughs> um, the follow- the next clip is is the one that I brought up on one of the previous episodes. That's really like smoking gun. Here's how you make a a school- Here's how you make a college shooter. Did you talk to Elliot about sex? Yeah. What did you say? How it's so important to present yourself as a human being from the heart outwards and not to be weird. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Uh Uh-huh. I just love, I love... How not to be weird. I love this, I love this right here. Did you talk to Elliot 
about sex? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You bet I did. Look uh-huh. at me. I'm a good-looking guy. <laughs> He's jealous of me. He's jealous of being the way that I look. Yeah. Okay. Just um, telling Elliot constantly about him fucking. <laughs> uh, and then they, they get... Then he... not Okay, so his son, weird, <laughs> doesn't love me back. Right. Jealous of me in the way that I look. Absolutely. Why don't we pile more on? Right. Let's maybe throw on, I don't know, some race shit? Yeah. You'd say they're never going to like me because I'm not six foot two a jock. Uh, sporty guy. He did say to me once, I wish I wasn't half Asian. I never realized that he was so racist. Jesus! <laughs> About himself. Yeah. Uh, I, my son is a murderer, but also racist. No, he was racist. Uh, he was you, outraged. Could you he believe? grew up in my home. I lost a hair over it. I didn't recognize racism until I saw it in my son. And then, yeah, yeah, my, my, my own flesh and blood. Misogynist then, murdering son. And then Barbara goes, come, counters with. Thinking, why aren't I white? Uh-huh, you're going to put words in the dead boy's mouth. Okay. <laughs> why aren't I white? Mm, yeah, isn't it? Try Good so hard question, and Barbara. Fuck me enough, I would just be white. I wouldn't shoot up all these women. Tragic, really. No, why aren't we all white, right, Barbara? Um, I there is there is one more. Hell yeah! It's just so dumb and sad, but I think it's funny. <laughs> Mr. Roger describes finding out that his weird, racist, jealous son <laughs> is dead. I remember this moment for the rest of my life. The way, you know, he just looked me in the eye and he said, we found a deceased person and we found a license in his pocket that fits your son's description. And I went, oh. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, The fact that he thinks he has to tell us that he'll remember it for the rest of his life. I know, I know. I think think he's already forgot about (laughs) it. I'll never forget it. And between all the women dating, I was uh, told my son was dead. And I was I'll really never forget it. I was like, oh. (laughs) But, I mean, as bad as that interview was, how lucky we were that it was Barbara Walters, not like Larry King. Yeah. It's like he's coming back for commercial. I'm here with Hot Dad. Yeah. (laughs) Murderer. We're back. You're attractive. What did Elliot think of that? (laughs) How did that go? Santa Barbara, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, we got you. Go ahead. Yeah, he is good looking. Thanks. Mm-hmm. We get covered that. Thank you for your call. And racist as well. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Um, so I went, look, I went, I went, um, I've been searching high and low uh, to, to key the uh, listeners in to um, this. What it, really what I wanted most for the media episode was this thing I cannot find. And mm. I really would like to have uh, anybody that can help me. Uh, search for this clip. It's a clip of a Chevy Chase interview. And um, I went to the Paley Media Center and I I, I, I reached out to um, somebody from uh, the ChevyChaseStation.com which is like the uh, the number one Chevy Chase fan club page. Ooh. Got in touch with them and they uh, they were willing to help me out which was very, very, very kind of them. And uh, But I can't find this interview and I saw it 
probably in the mid 90s and it was just like it always stuck out in my head i don't know if it was inside edition or hard copy or a current affair or entertainment tonight it was one of those and it was one of the most insane things i've ever seen because <laughs> um right in the middle of the late night wars shortly before conan o'brien started his his show taking Letterman's spot, and while Letterman was going to CBS to start the late show there, and uh, Leno was taking over the Tonight Show, Fox out of nowhere is like, we gotta get in on this fucking late night game. So they give Chevy Chase a show. Oh, God. And it is a complete disaster. Yeah. Um, It's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Uh, It gets canceled after just a few shows. Um, I want to say seven. I think there was like 15 recorded or something like that. But a few years later, <laughs> the show came out in 1993. A few years later, they have Chevy Chase come on this tabloid shit show, like hard copy or whatever it was. And they have, you know, some some puffed out, you know, blonde haired lady interviewing him. And in in the, the thing, it's like the, the intro, like, and when we return... Chevy Chase reflects on his disastrous late night talk show. <laughs> and they come they come back and it's Chevy Chase like in a nice comfy chair, you know, like a Barbara Walters, you know, setting type interview situation. And it's the woman is seated in front of a TV playing him clips of his own late night talk show and pausing after a little while and turning back to him and going what do you think of that when you see it now? And he's crying. Tears. Tears are streaming down his face. And he's going, it's pretty bad. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And I was like, I was watching it. And I'm like, you know, like 14 or something. I'm like, why is he doing this to himself? And why are they doing it to him? You know what I mean? Like, I understand more why they're doing it. To, it's fucking trash. They love... You know, the takedown of the celebrity is like, oh, it's one of the cold. things we love most in America. You know what I mean? It's like watching somebody go. And I feel like he felt like he needed to acknowledge to maintain his level of stardom that he made a mistake instead of just being like, I don't know. We tried to show out. It didn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you didn't see Dana Carvey going out there after. Like, because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. his show was great, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> but what? And Chevy Chase being such a, you know, acknowledged asshole yeah everybody really just... well i think it's part of that that's part of the reason why he would do it is that like it's like he takes himself way too fucking seriously yeah like just get a grip man like you tried some shit it didn't work out like you know what i mean like they made him the chevy chase theater they like gave him his own theater for the show oh my god yeah this is a big deal Jeez. and what, it's like what is it now I I don't know some some dive in Glendale or something, but but uh, so I went all over the place looking for um for this show, and I went to the Paleo Media Center. And I was digging through stuff while I was there. Um, uh, this guy was like, "What's this for?" You know, the guy that worked at the center is uh, name is uh, Martin Gostanian, and he says to me, um, "Oh, you're doing a, a show uh, about media eccentricity." He's like. Have you ever heard of this show? It was canceled after one show. <laughs> and it was a sitcom in the early 90s on B Sky B, which was like, you know, Rupert Murdoch's HBO in the UK. Uh, so another Fox failure. Another experiment. Fox failure. But 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 they were the 
the the Fox thing is always about shock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they'll roll the dice on other things. So they were like, "We'll do anything just to get noticed." So they greenlit this show uh, that was called Heil Honey, I'm Home." Uh huh. And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, they they greenlit this show that was like the the idea was it's an I Love Lucy style comedy featuring Hitler as the lead." And I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "Yeah." And the the rub is is that the next door neighbors are Jewish, <laughs> and they're named the Goldensteins. And the whole thing is about how Hitler can't get along with the Goldensteins. This is Hitler in power in an apartment. Yeah, lives. He's in an apartment with in, Ava Braun in New York. Right, everybody talks like they like yeah. they're, they have oh, New York I've accents. Been a bad Hitler. Yeah, don't let those Goldensteins over here. I can't stand them. It's. So <laughs> seriously, fucking like, yeah, like the dynamic, like him being the most powerful man in Europe, it exit like that dynamic is established. Right? But they but, also have they have apartment neighbors. They just right. live in an apartment, building. and and he's still powerless. Yeah, over them fucking him up. So like, the he pi- comes from he comes home from his day job of running the Third Reich of, of being the into Fuhrer. this apartment. Like, yeah, he's wearing the same getup and everything. Yeah, else. yeah, yeah. He's all Hitlered out. And Ava Braun's mad because he, like, missed dinner, and he's like, what do you want? I'm the Fuhrer. It takes time, you know? Like, it's completely out of hand, right? And and it's like, it was supposed to be some kind of, like, satire thing, but there's really no joke. It just sucks. Yeah, it just sucks. And it was, dude, it was like, people said, like, this is the most tone-deaf, abysmal situation comedy <laughs> of all time. Like, people were furious, man. Furious? Um, it's the same, even down to the the plot of the episode, it's a lot like Comedy Central's, uh, which was canceled, they had a show called That's My Bush. Yes. And that was done by the South Park Park guys. Right, which is, which is going to be a lot better because they- Yeah, it's them. They get it. But they did this right, I think it was right after 9-11, I think even. Yeah. Right around then, yeah, and uh, they did. That's my bush, and it was the same thing. Sitcom, like family sitcom. It was more like the nanny ish mm-hmm. kind of sitcom. Um, and the the main plot of that was I've got he's got two dinners, and he's going to try and pull them both off at the same time. Mm-hmm. One, he's he promised a dinner with Laura, and the other dinner is with um, an anti-abortion activist, uh, which was a survived aborted fetus yes yes we'll put the pictures up yeah it's amazing but but it's also funny it's a little bit i mean it's definitely funnier yeah and it's it's doing the same trope of it's making fun of old-timey sitcoms and how ridiculous they could be right but they get the jokes more on where it gets like they make fun of how uh like domestic abuse was like a joke in the honeymooners right He's like, well, these days I'm, I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, is that the sitcom, even at, especially at that point and even up until now, they're not much better. No. So when you have a sitcom that's a satire of sitcoms, a lot of people are just going to think it's a sitcom. Yeah, and absolutely. And bad. Right. Um, so we maybe play the uh, Hi, Honey, I'm Home intro? Yeah, let's do it. Hail honey. Starring Neil McCall as Adolf. Danica Fairman as Ava. Because I'm home. 
Gareth Marks as Arnie. Golden scene. Caroline Gruber as Rosa. They shot like a, like ten more of these things, and they were saying like on set people were like getting like the heebie-jeebies. They were like, "This is bad. We're t- we're doing something wrong." And like like the crazy. So in this in the in the premiere episode, you see that uh, Hitler is like, "Oh no, the golden scenes are gonna come over and fuck up my meeting because Neville Chamberlain's coming over, yeah, the most powerful man in Europe, right? Because he's just invaded Czechoslovakia. So they're making light of all this stuff, and so of course Neville Chamberlain comes over." And uh, he's just a British drunk idiot, and the 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 Goldensteins are over there hammered. Everybody's hammered, and Hitler's like, "What the fuck?" You know, and, of course. And uh, and they're like, he's trying to prove that he's not the aggressive Hitler to in front of Neville Chamberlain, and like the fucking Goldensteins are over there, all lit up on piss, and they're like, and they're like, "Well, you are stockpiling a lot of weapons, Adolf." You don't think they spoil it for him? It's so fucking. But then later on, as the shows went on, there was like this whole, this whole, <laughs> this whole, like long-term subplot of him trying to literally kill the Goldenstein. <laughs> so like, how was this ever gonna work? Like, he's trying to kill his. It's Adolf Hitler. Trying to kill his rascally Jewish neighbors. Ugh. Oh my God, man! Yeah, what a catastrophe! Cannot. <laughs> I don't know how it made it past the first episode, like shooting it. Just it had to go. Okay, somebody had a, a producer had to greenlight the idea. Right. Uh, writer had to write scripts. Mm-hmm. Those had to get approved. Get a director on board, casting. Right, but it's like we were saying, like you a shoot on set. Yeah, for days, eleven episodes. A guy in the editing room has to cut together. It has to go through so many people's eyes, ears, yeah, and yeah, fingertips, yeah. and then it gets to the air, and it's just canceled after one episode. Big old yikes! Immediately. Yeah. Immediately, something struck. And this guy went on to produce um, "Getting On" for HBO. Uh huh. Like this, like this was not the end of a career. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there is something like they say, like that thing in Hollywood is like, if you can get something made, somebody else will give you money to make something else. Yeah, even if it's it's like people can't, like people seriously just can't believe you made a show, even if it's like a fucking dream. That that also might be like the best thing you could have on your resume is like, check this out. I made a show. Yeah, that was a gather round, gather round. It was a Hitler sitcom where he's trying to kill his Jewish neighbors, and I got it on the air. Yeah, somebody give this guy another show. Yeah, he can get anything on the air. Yeah, seriously, it's expert level uh, TV making. Yeah, and in in key with um, with uh, the kind of thing I was saying, uh, Chevy Chase was on, which is like the news magazine format, like the news tabloid format. Mm -hmm. There was a show um, that was. Canceled in 2001, before 9-11. Thank God these guys did not get their hands on 9-11, because God knows what they would have done. Oh, my Lord. But uh, there was a show that was probably from, like, 98 um, on to 2001 uh, that was making fun of the the very hysteria-driven, everything-is-the-end-of-the-world news media called Brass Eye, and it was a satire of those shows. And so they did, like, an animal animal abuse episode uh, they did one that was just about sex. They did one that was just about drugs. Um, <laughs> which which one are we doing, John? Uh, we're doing. We're going to talk about the one that got them thrown off the air <laughs> forever, which was an hour long special 
on pedophilia. Right, because there was a big pedophilia panic. Yeah, right around that time, mm-hmm. and it was. I mean, it's it's the best thing to lampoon as far as I mean. They're, they're he's like they're right that the media is telling you like yo they are trying to snatch your kids right now yeah they are out there and they are trying to get your kids and like and we're gonna just basically show you that there's sheer demons mm-hmm. are alive and they do want to prey and on they your feed on your kids they prey on your your and, child's innocence mm-hmm, and genitals yes absolutely uh, so I can't recommend it enough it is on YouTube guys watch it's really smart yeah it's uh, Peter Geddon it's like it's like a it's like a special <laughs> special TV event that they made and it had a record number of complaints like set records for complaints people were just God. not having it because they were like no they are out there trying to fuck our kids <laughs> my kid is very fuckable yeah <laughs> All right, here's a, here's, a, here's a clip of that. Last month, the notorious paedophile Sidney Cook was blasted into space to spend the rest of his life aboard a one-man prison vessel, posing no further threat to children on Earth. But it was revealed that an eight-year-old boy was also placed on board by mistake and is now trapped alone in space with the monster. A spokesman said, this is the one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's, uh, there's another one here. There's another one. <laughs> We're after your help, too. Security footage of a paedophile disguised as a school. He's been getting away with it in Sheffield for 12 years. Do you know him? Have you seen him? Please call. <laughs> they, just, they just have footage of a building moving down the street. Like, it takes up the entire block. It's just a school moving forward on, on CCTV footage. Um, so it's like going anchor to anchor during the special because they're all telling you like we have we've opened up centers for you to bring your kids so they can stay safe tonight like they're filling up stadiums like it's it's just pure hysteria. <laughs> After that, he goes to, a, to, to another anchor. This woman, she goes, "Yes, we must catch that man. He really is a shit." <laughs> <laughs> and they even they even make fun of like the the contrived witty. End of segment banter mm-hmm. between the... Uh, oh, yeah, big time. So there's a clip of that here and then... A Peter File was attacked in his car this evening, but I have to say, if your surname was File, would you call your son Peter? No! <laughs> and look, if a child <laughs> does take your fancy, please remember, leave it a couple of years. I did. Good night. I did. We'll play, we'll play the outro song at the uh, at, at the, the end. end. Episode, yeah. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is somebody I really want to get on the show, guys. If um, you can, uh, if you can help me out with some stuff, I'm trying to get this Chevy Chase clip. It's a deep ass cut. If yeah. anybody can help me find that thing, um, I will play it on the show because it is amazing. Um, just the hand wringing over trying something and failing. It just blows my mind. Like. Watching yourself on TV and crying. (laughs) On TV! I'm watching my TV, watching Chevy Chase watch a TV, watching himself, and he's weeping. (laughs) He's crying. He's just... He's bawling. And she's like, And when we return... Can you believe that you did that? How does that feel? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) 
pretty bad. Like, it's like, lady, what did you do? You know what I mean? Like, what are you on hard copy making Chevy Chase cry? You host a TV show that's not on the internet anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the fucking, like, I just followed Bigfoot or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, fucking more shit about John Bernay Ramsey or some shit. Like, all of those shows, I've been looking through every episode guide of all those shows. They're all the same. It's like, Kato Kalen is launching a new pilot. <laughs> and you're like, okay. What? What? It's like more on John Bonet Ramsey. Like just any like gutter mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, like, they, it, they they get down to the deep, deep nitty gritty of our psyche. It's like, what are you worried about? You're worried about your kids getting fucked. You're worried about kids getting fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're worried about your kids getting fucked. It's yeah. all it's the deep um you know, lizard brain stuff that they apply. Right, to. which Barbara Walters is also completely an extension of. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, a classier version, I think. Barely. Barely. I yeah. think I think that's pretty interesting. I think there's a you can really define the cultural divide in those British shows versus the American ones. The American ones are all about you might get murdered, but the British ones are like Hitler and pedophilia. Because they don't yeah. care. The murder is something else. But for them, Hitler right. and pedophilia mm-hmm. are our murder. We all knew Hitler was a shit. <laughs> but did you know he was also a pedophile? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> yeah. Uh, I watched this whole show one time that was all about the perversions of Hitler, right? And it's based all on this dossier this guy made. It's a lifelong show. <laughs> yeah, and they're talking about, they're talking about, well, he was doing this and he was doing this. I'm watching it and watching it and watching it. I'm like, man, wow, fuck, I had no idea Hitler was such a pervert. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> and then it's going on and on and on. It's like, he was doing this and he was doing, and it's like like minute 48 of like, you know, this is like the, the shit they do on the History Channel now. It's like, aliens and Hitler, mm-hmm. that's all we do now. Uh, like, minute 48 hits of this fucking thing, and they're like, anyway, most of the dossier they say is conjecture and probably just drummed up to make Hitler look bad. But anyway, I'm like, whoa, whoa, so that was just all bullshit? Yeah. I but, you, but you've just watched eight minutes of commercials, so thanks for the history channel. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, it was just like, we, everything Everything we told you was fake. Mm-hmm. Like, they just straight up told you. Anyway, it's probably not history at all, but might be. This guy said it, but it's probably bullshit. And you're like, fuck me, running. Jesus. <laughs> I, uh... But anyway, another thing I would like to appeal uh, to the fans to do is to help me. Uh, I would really like to get interviewed on the program. This guy that wrote this book, a man named Larry E. Arnold, he wrote a book uh, that I am just in love with. It's called A Blaze with an exclamation mark. A Blaze! A Blaze. Yeah. And it's about spontaneous human combustion, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy lays out the book in an incredible way. He goes from... A recent instance of spontaneous human combustion where there's this old guy, right? And this guy, this guy is so fucking old, man. <laughs> He's so, so, so old. It takes him like forever to take a piss, right? So he gets up. <laughs> it's a piss, piss claimer. So he gets up to take a piss, right? And he's got like a walker and shit, right? And it's a, you know, a several minute long adventure to get to the bathroom and fucking take a piss, He's right? He's start walking before he has to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to plan this whole thing out, right? You're going from the TV to the toilet. It's going to be a minute, right? And you're old as fuck, right? So anyway, this guy gets to the toilet and completely explodes. <laughs> right? He just fucking, he pops, he bro. He really had to go, dude. Dude, he, he literally explodes like he swallowed thousands of pounds of dynamite like his skull is in the basement i mean what yeah his skull's in the basement he exploded downwards dude you when you fucking pop with spontaneous human combustion bro your shit goes fucking flying 
That okay. is out of control. It's fucking way out of hand, dude. This guy's 100 years old. He totally explodes while taking a piss. The fucking walker is like flung <laughs> up in the fucking stuck in the drywall, stuck in the ceiling. Like, like it's it. He really is showing you that this is this is it's unrecognized scientific phenomenon, right? So you're like, fuck. Okay, so he's talking about the fire department shows up and they got to put in like this bogus report because spontaneous human combustion is just not recognized as a real scientific thing. So, so they're like, okay, well, I guess. You know, he he was smoking his pipe in front of the TV, and then he walked the 10 minutes to the toilet while catching on fire until he eventually was just on fire in front of the toilet and died. And the fire chief is just like, this is spontaneous human combustion. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, But we have to go through all this bullshit and come up with this other like fake-ass answer. So then he opens the book up by t- telling you how hard it is to destroy a human body. Right, especially with fire. Especially with fire, like he goes into serial killers that are trying to destroy evidence and get rid of all this shit, and how long it takes to burn bones, and even when you cremate somebody, there's still huge chunks of shit left. Mm -hmm. So the thing with spontaneous human combustion is, you will leave behind maybe your arms from the elbows down, Mm -hmm. let's say, and your legs from like the yeah, but maybe not. But you leave some kind of extremity where it's like just your feet Mm -hmm. or some shit like that, and the rest of you is gone. It's gone, dude. And where it happens, um, there's always like a like a thin coat of oil on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like you're just completely vaporized into this shit, right? And uh, he's so he's talking about that these people have, you know, he, and he goes back hundreds of years and talks about all of these instances of spontaneous human combustion and how it like it always coincides. Like a lot of times that it's not just fire is like his thing. He's like people. We've been saying it's just fire. It's completely ridiculous. Because people, like, back in the fucking, like, 1700s would combust on sleeping on hay. And the hay wouldn't catch on fire. Uh-huh. So it's like, and then they, they're talking about, like, the, the linoleum floor in this old man's house where he popped. They're like, linoleum is flammable as fuck. That shit should have gone up like crazy. But it's just like, no, pop, that's it. Wow. It's just one explosion and bam, you are fucking presto gone, right? So... He goes into explaining all of that to you and then shows you all of these things over time. And he goes into like all of these kind of like, you know, various theses about it could be these magnetic waves that are like underneath the earth. And he shows a map of where all the incidents happen. And, it, and there's, there's people that have survived. Huh? Yeah, there's people that have survived. Well, what do they say? Well, they're just like, one guy is like, I woke up in bed one night and there was fire coming out of my chest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's like, so he's, he wakes up. He's got fire coming out of his chest. Oh like, shit! And he's like, it, it was, he's like, he's like, I know it sounds crazy. He's like, the fire was literally coming from within. He's like, I put it out. But how? I don't know. With water and padding. <laughs> I don't know. He throws a blanket on it. Whatever. Oh phew. So and then he goes back to bed. Oh god. He wakes up on fire again. No. <laughs> he puts it on. He's got he's got all these scars on his chest and shit, right? They got one guy that his fucking arm just blew off from the elbow down. He had like the opposite effect mm-hmm. of what usually happens where Well, sometimes it fucks up. Yeah, right? So he's just like sitting there with his nub talking about, "Yeah, my fucking arm blew off." What it just get? blew off. Just blew off. Just violently blew off, right? Wh- I'm telling you, man, it's, it's fucking just jerking off. <laughs> Sorry, God. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. And so he goes into all these things and he's completely 
He's completely convincing you that this is real and this is a scientific phenomenon that has not been recognized. And um, But meanwhile, <laughs> he's written a 700-page book. It's called A Blaze with an exclamation. But he can't stop getting all Vincent Pricey about it, <laughs> what he's telling you. So he's hopping from story to story about like, oh, well, this guy in Ireland fucking blew up, right? And he's like, he's like. Meanwhile, things were heating up in Belgium. Oh. <laughs> so like, he'll do some segue like that. Shh. He has all these little jokes. So it's like, he's on the one hand trying to make you understand and, and and agree with him that this this is real, and he is, you know, a fucking legit scientist. And and you're like, yeah, I get it. But meanwhile, he's also like, <laughs> you know, because but you can't deny it's funny. It is people funny. blowing up is funny. It's very funny. Because dude, they blow the fuck off man they fucking explode dude hell yeah they i mean it's crazy and like he he has all of these interesting things from studying hundreds and hundreds of cases where he's talking about like there's all of these things that line up in all of the cases except some Mm -hmm. so it's always like it's always somebody alone but not always right it's always somebody that's been imbibing alcohol drinking piss Mm. (laughs) but not always right but this is my favorite one is that in most cases but not always it's somebody that's lost the desire to live and they fucking pop (laughs) like oh my god dude jesus they talked about like people that were just like alone drinking right and there's just some fucking like thing that's just like boom. <laughs> fucking god, I wish I would just blow the fuck up right now. What type of person wakes up on fire and then falls back asleep? I don't know, man. Yeah, that one blew my mind too. I was like, what are you going back to bed after that? Yeah. Like, but I mean, also you're probably gonna be like, I was tired. You're gonna be like, well, I could wake her up and tell her I was on fire from within. <laughs> no, nah, I'll just go back to bed. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> like, Shit, huh? <laughs> B- babe? Babe? Babe, babe, babe. Babe, wake, wake up. My, my chest's on fire. Yeah, yeah. Can you piss on me? Uh, I'm looking for hardcore guys. Uh, you want to beat me? Try, piss. Will you try it out? <laughs> hey, could you try it out real quick? Uh, <laughs> well, so that's a blaze, and I would love to have Larry E. Arnold, because honestly, I can't do justice to uh, the science. One time I wrote him, and I've been trying to get him on the program, and I haven't got him back on. Uh, to to answer my emails, but one time, I just shot him an email. I was probably drinking, <laughs> something. I was alone. Like, yeah, about yeah, to combust. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey man, I'm I'm following all your, your your guidelines for spontaneous human combustion. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to live. I'm drunk and alone, but like, dude, my chest is not even smoking. Yeah. So I'm like, hey man, uh, I'm kind of being also like a little bit of a shit devil's advocate. Probably is why he answered me too. I was like, you know, uh. You know, like, we got phones and everything everywhere, and we can see shit happen all the time. I was just like, you never see anybody fucking combust. You know what I mean? No Snapchat combust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was away from my friend Joe. Joe that gave us the shirts is always saying, he's like, I don't fucking believe in ghosts anymore. You know what I mean? I grew up, he's like, I never seen a fucking ghost. UFOs, too. We're, there's more cameras now than there ever have been in human history. Right. And there's not an increase in UFO footage. Absolutely, yeah. So I said to him, I was like, why are we not hearing any modern cases of spontaneous human combustion? And he's like, immediately writes me back, <laughs> well, actually. And then he was telling me about there was like a case in Ireland. And I found one just uh, a couple weeks ago. One yeah. A guy in uh, like London. Uh, yeah. In London fucking blew the smithereens. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some other, something else that happened in a California hospital, he told me. But anyway, if we can get him on the show, that would just be 
absolutely amazing. Yeah, he's I, probably a listener, so if you're listening, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's and I, I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of Larry. No, but it is funny that he jokes so much. Yes, that's the that we want to have fun with him. Right, because it is people blowing up is funny. It's very funny. And I understand wanting to joke around because that's all I want to do. Yeah. But also, if I had like a huge scientific thing that I want to show everybody is real, I might want to lean back on all the gags. The fire puns. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Should we go out on the... Uh, Let's do it. Uh, one day. Before we... Before we head out with the anti-pedophilia song from Brass Eye... I want to talk to you about a couple of things. Mm-hmm. John, Matt, Profiles Family. Preach it like you feel it. The good folks at MD Science Labs oh. have brought to us a revolutionary product. Oh, yeah. Do you ever feel, John, that like your balls run dry? Yeah. Or like you wish you had little Reebok pumps on them? You just bet I do. To keep going? Well, yeah. I want to dunk. You want to dunk your dick all day. The good folks at MD Science Labs have brought us a product that we have been told is called MaxLoad. That's right. MaxLoad is a variety of legal, question mark, substances. Chinese herbs, maybe? Try it out. Try it out. Designed to help you come harder. Yep, come longer. And come more. more. So go to your local... Uh, Family Mart in Little Tokyo. Yeah, we found it in Little Tokyo. Or to any romantics across the California. <laughs> Seriously, me and Aaron in line, like buying a bunch of fucking like Pringles and dumb shit. And I was like, I was like, Yo, Aaron, they got Max. Aaron, check that out. It says it's gonna make you come harder, come longer, come more. Get one, get one for me, Aaron. That's yeah, what, that's what the Pringles cans are for. <laughs> <laughs> to store all the nut. So of course we find Once out. You pop, dude. <laughs> so we thought it was we thought it was totally made like with like Chinese labs or whatever because. Th- there's all kinds of wacky drugs in general coming out of right, there. Right. But and when we're yeah, whatever. We were like in little Tokyo, uh, and we were like, oh, okay, that's probably some some weird imported No, it's from Florida. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. MD Science Labs to make it look vaguely like medical. Yeah. MD. It, does, it doesn't mean medical. It's just MD. It's just MD. <laughs> Mad mean... Dog Science Labs yeah. in fucking Tampa. <laughs> Uh, they also make max size. They do. Get uh, you big. Yeah, longer, harder, firmer, I think, mm-hmm. is their... They've kind of got a a boilerplate for all their packaging. Yeah. Um, come harder. Come longer. Come more. Try it out. Try it out. Uh, <laughs> and um, I'm sure our, our sponsors are going to love this one. Uh, studio headphones. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your ears to feel like they I took Max Lowe. I want it in my cup. <laughs> I want to fill it up. High gravity headphones. <laughs> High gravity headphones that make your ears come harder. High gravity logger. High gravity logger. Go to studiosweden.com, type in the promo code. Profiles15. Yep, you get 15% off. Come harder, come longer, come more. Piss on me, try it out. <laughs> uh, and just a, a friendly reminder from your friends at Brass Eye. Yeah. Just wait one well, more I just want to say oh. real quick, I, it was really funny that me and Aaron were like very studious like at his apartment earlier being like and then we we're going to talk about the piss and then um we're going to talk about the other piss thing and then we'll do um max load we'll do max load we'll talk about jizz and uh, all right cool no uh, drink some of this piss <laughs>
<laughs> we do take it very seriously. <laughs> we really do. Uh, how many? <laughs> All right, how many piss sticks do we have on that piss, <laughs> that piss supercut? Cool, cool. Is yeah, that too much? Should, is that too much piss? What if I put the macro dosing <laughs> piss clip before the uh, get hopped up on all this piss one? I want there to be like an iambic pentameter of piss. All right, we're going to leave you on uh, the... the um inspirational song that Brass Eye leaves the PETA getting special with. I'm John Fahey. We love you, folks. I'm Aaron PETA, and I feel pretty close to the same way. I'm Matt Bruce. Try it out. <laughs> hey, try it out. Hey, I want to, but not today. She can be kissed, but in an innocent way. And that's it. That's it and that's all. We love you guys.